The views and opinions expressed here are that of the host and do not represent the views of Felony in Progress or Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer. So please, Christians, stop sending me emails calling me Satan's disciple. I am not a Satan worshiper. Also, this episode contains strong language and is not intended for those under the age of 18. Thank you and enjoy the show. Season 3. Fuck, man. Uh, anyway, it boggles the mind that I have attracted so many listeners. Uh, anyway, I suppose we will do an email before we get rolling with the show. What do you say? Uh, this email comes to us from Mindy in Sarasota, Florida, who writes, I don't know if you keep up with current events in Florida, but I was wondering what your take is on what Governor Ron DeSantis is doing concerning Disney and other forms of pu- publication. I find it wrong, and I was wondering if you feel music will come next on the chopping block. Keep cranking the tunes, Mindy. All right, Mindy, so is what I see happening in Florida is just another made-up culture war to distract you and, you know, the voters and other citizens in Florida from the thing that politicians do best, which is absolutely fucking nothing, okay? And also, well, they do raise money for re-election really well, but... And do I think that music is next on their chopping block? Yes, I do. Um, if we learn lessons, you know, from anything from the eight, late 80s and the early 90s with Tipper Gore, where she tried but ultimately failed, but with right-wing extremism on the rise, it is a possibility. So that's the best answer I have for you, Mindy, and, uh, you know, thank you for the email. So, and just so you know, dear listeners, you can email me as well. Um, I am always here, so you can send an email to cryovato at gmail.com, and a reply is guaranteed. So, on with the show. Today I have decided to let you all in to take a look at my psyche. That's right, I'm giving you a peek inside my fucking brain. So, is what I'm going to share with you is my guilty pleasure. Blah, blah, guilty pleasures. So, no judgment, Okay. I'm opening up to you little fucking nerds, so uh, let's see what I got for you. So the first song, let's see. Oh, this one will work. Okay. The first song I have for you is by none other than Vera Lynn with her 1942 cut of The Cliffs of Dover. And you, my friends, are listening to Open Air Sonar. Come back. There'll be blue birds over 
just you wait and see There'll be love and laughter And peace ever after Tomorrow when the world is free The shepherd will tend his sheep The valley will bloom again And Jimmy will go to sleep In his own little room again There'll be The white cliffs of Dover Tomorrow Just you wait and see The shepherd will tend his sheep The valley will bloom again and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow. Just you wait and see. That was the Dame Vera Lynn with her 1942 cut of The White Cliffs of Dover. You know, Vera Lynn was an English singer and entertainer whose musical recordings and performances were very popular during the Second World War. Uh, she's honorifically known as the Force's Sweetheart, having given outdoor concerts for the troops in Egypt, India, and Burma during the war as part of the Entertainment's National Service Association. Um, you know, so she was the, was the voice that everyone heard on the radio during, you know, World War, or World War II. Um, the song itself was written about a year after the Royal Air Force and German Luftwaffe aircraft had been fighting over southern England. You know, including the White Cliffs of Dover and the Battle of Britain. Uh, Nazi Germany had conquered much of Europe and in 1941 was still bombing Britain, uh, with neither America or nor the Soviet Union had yet joining the war. Britain was the only major power fighting the Axis powers in Europe. Um, the American lyricist Nat Burton wrote his lyric, of course unaware that the bluebird is not indigenous to Britain, and asked Kent to set it to music. Uh, notable phrases include thumbs up, which was an RAF and RCAF term for permission to go, and flying in those angry skies where the air war was taking place. And the lyrics look toward a time when the war would be over and peace would rule over the iconic White Cliffs, uh, Britain's symbolic border with the European mainland. mainland. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I really, really, really like her singing. And who wouldn't, you know? I mean, it's, 
it's it's got everything but um anyway i guess we will go and move on to our next song which i have no idea what i'm going to pick for you um all right, let's let's do this. Uh, we will do. Let me look through the stack here. You know, I probably should have gotten this, you know, together before I, you know, started broadcasting. But that's okay. We'll figure something out. Uh, okay. Yeah, this one works. Okay. So this is Neil Diamond's Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show, and you are listening to Open Air Sonar.
That was the 1969 cut of Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show from Neil Diamond. One of my favorite guilty pleasures, man. I, I love that song. I, I even love when David Spade did it in that movie where he lip-synced to it. But anyway, uh, the song actually tells the story of Brother Love, uh, an evangelist who travels from town to town preaching. In the middle of the song, you know, Diamond gives a sermon in typical evangelical style. Um, but all in all, it was one of my favorite guilty pleasures. And... Uh, Billboard described the single as a powerful piece of rhythm material with a potent lyric. Uh, the new Rolling Stone album guide calls Brother Love's Travel, Travel and Salvation show genuinely demented. So, anyway, great song. Thank you, Neil, so much. Now, let's get on to our next embarrassment, shall we? Uh, let's see what I have for you. I have, oh, okay, this one's good. I have the 1975 cut of Act 17 from Janice Ian, and you are listening to Open Air Sonar. I learned the truth at 17 That love was meant for beauty queen High school girls with clear skin smiles Who married young and then retired The Valentines I never knew The Friday night charades of youth Were spent on one more beautiful At seventeen I learned Faces lacking in the social graces, desperately remained at home, inventing lovers on the phone who called to say, Come dance with me, and murmured vague obscenities. It isn't all it seems, it's 17. name I never could pronounce said pity please the ones who serve they only get what they deserve in the rich relation hometown queen marries into what she needs with a guarantee
Janice Ian with her 1975 cut of At 17. So this song is about a social outcast in high school, and some even look to this song as more of like an anthem, but um, she was really inspired to write the song after an article in the New York Times of which a young woman thought her life would improve after a debutante ball, uh, much to her disappointment when things didn't go around for her. But all in all, a great song. I mean, it's, it's definitely got heart and... I, l- I love it to death. I do have a really trippy story about uh, Janice Ian, though. At the age of 16, she met uh, comedian Bill Cosby backstage at a Smothers Brothers show where she was promoting Society's Child, you know, her really whacked-out, crazy song that people seem to hate. But anyway, since she was underage, she was accompanied by a chaperone, and while touring after her set, Ian had been sleeping with her head on the lap of her chaperone, an older female friend. And according to Ian, in a 2015 interview, she was told by her then-manager that Cosby had interrupted their interactions as lesbian. And as a result, had made it his business to warn other television shows that Ian wasn't suitable for family entertainment and shouldn't be on the television because of her sexuality, thus attempting to blacklist her. Uh, Although Ian would later come out, she states that at the time of the encounter with Cosby, she had only been kissed once by a boy she had a crush on in in, in, uh, broad daylight at summer camp but uh really we're gonna take our advice from that fucking sexual predator oh well i wouldn't fucking give it two shits anyway but anyway uh the last song i have for you for the break is great i love this song i don't know why it's a guilty pleasure i guess it's something that you want to keep to yourself but we'll talk about all that at the end of the show but anyway this is the 1999 cut of fool of me by michelle Naganacello. And this is Open Air Sonar. I remember When you filled my heart With joy Was I blind to the truth Just there to feel the space Cause now You have no interest in Anything That I have to say What kind of fool am I? You so easily set me aside. 
say that you don't care, but we made love. Tell me why you made a fool of me. You made a fool of me. I want to kiss you. Does she want you with the pain that I do? Smell you in my dreams But now when we're face to face You won't look me in the eye No time, no friendship, no love You say don't touch you I can't touch you cut of Fool of Me by Michelle Lynn Johnson, or otherwise known as Michelle Nadejakello. It's a long name, but anyway, um, I love that song. You know, it's just full of soul. And, you know, the first time I actually heard that song, I was um, I was watching the 2006 movie Love and Basketball with starring Omar Epps and Santa Lathan. And it played in the last uh, scene of the movie where they were playing basketball in the backyard. And, yeah, I, I just loved it. I mean, it's not something you're going to want to jam in your car, you know, you're cruising down the street. But it's definitely fucking cool. Um, you know, she has also been credited for helping to spark the neo-soul movement, um, which is pretty fucking cool, too. And one another reason why I really like her. So in June uh, 2010, she contributed a cover of U2's 40 to the Enough Project and Downtown Records' Raise Hope for Congo. Um, proceeds from the compilation fund efforts to make the protection and empowerment of Congo's women a priority, as well as inspire individuals around the world to raise their voice for peace in Congo. So anyway, it's one of my guilty pleasures that I absolutely fucking love i mean it's got everything it's full of soul and i mean just such passion in the song but all righty kids i guess we will go ahead and take a break now and see what kind of advertisers we got today and and just a reminder that every song played on here today even the little cuts are some of my guilty pleasures so uh we've got a few more songs to go people so uh, enjoy the break and come back and see me again okay this is open air sonar Sunshine sky. 
Welcome back, dear listeners, to Open Air Sonar's Guilty Pleasures episode and our season opener, if you can fucking believe that shit. I don't know what went wrong here, but um, here we are. So uh, let me see what I got for us. Oh, okay. So our next song here is going to take us to the West Coast, when in 1998, Courtney Love gave us whole with the song Malibu. Stick around. This is Open Air Sonar.
that was whole with their cut of their 1998 release Malibu uh, you know I, I really like the song I mean it's Courtney Love kind of gets under my skin a little bit but all in all the song is well put together and and I like it I mean it's not something that I put on when somebody comes over for a party or something like that but it's cool um, and it has been speculated that the song was written about Love's husband, Kurt Cobain's stay in a rehabilitation clinic in Malibu, California. Love has stated the song was actually written about her first boyfriend, Jeff Mann, whom she lived with in Malibu in the late 1980s. And in 2018, Love revealed at a concert with Smashing Pumpkins that the song was initially written for Stevie Nicks. But I, I gotta tell you, I mean, I've, I've seen Courtney Love all the way from Sid and Nancy and you know by the time that she made that song she was super hot I mean call, call me crazy but man she was hot in that in that video but anyway uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next song okay this one is pretty cool actually uh, this is the 1964 cut of Charles Aznavour's Air Encore and you are listening to Open Air Sonar <laughs> Hier encore, j'avais 20 ans, je caressais le temps et jouais de la vie comme on joue de l'amour et je vivais la nuit sans compter sur mes jours qui fuyaient dans le temps. J'ai fait tant de projets qui sont restés en l'air, j'ai fondé tant d'espoirs qui se sont envolés que je reste perdu ne sachant où aller, les yeux cherchant le ciel mais le cœur mis en terre. Hier encore, j'avais 20 ans, je gaspillais le temps En croyant l'arrêter et pour le retenir, même le devancer Je n'ai fait que courir et me suis essoufflé Ignorant le passé, conjuguant au futur Je précédais de moi toute conversation Et donnais mon avis que je voulais le bon Pour critiquer le monde avec des involtures Hier encore, j'avais 20 ans Mais j'ai perdu mon temps à faire des folies Qui ne me laissent au fond rien de vraiment précis Que quelques rides au front et la peur de l'ennui Car mes amours sont mortes avant que d'exister Mes amis sont partis et ne reviendront pas par ma faute, j'ai fait le vide autour de moi Et j'ai gâché ma vie et mes jeunes années Du meilleur et du pire en jetant le meilleur J'ai figé mes sourires et j'ai glacé mes pleurs Où sont-ils à présent, à présent Mes vingt That was the 1964 cut of Charles Aznavour's uh, Air Encore, which translates to Just Yesterday or Not So Long Ago. Uh, the song itself tells of someone reflecting on his life, recalling how he had wasted his younger years on hedonistic pursuits. And now that he's older, he is unable to do everything that he had planned. And the lyrical implication is that the person may be close to impending death. 
So yeah, not really the best song for maybe like your dinner party or something, but it's still very cool and it it has its place. I really like it and sometimes I'll put it on if I'm just sitting in my room chilling and want to smoke a bowl or whatever. It's a nice song, but anyway, our next song comes to us from James Taylor. This is his 1970 cut of Fire in the Rain. I don't know. I just I just have a soft spot for this guy. So, uh, enjoy the song. Come back. We got one more after this and then the closing song. This is Open Air Sonar. Yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. I walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. I just can't remember who to send it to. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you again Won't you look down upon me, Jesus You gotta help me make a stand just got to see me through another day My body's aching and my time is at hand I won't make it any other way Whoa, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you again Been walking my mind to an easy time My back turned towards the sun Lord knows when the cold wind blows It'll turn your head around Well as hours I'm on the telephone line to talk about things to come Sweet dreams and flying machines in pieces on the ground Whoa, I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend but I always thought that I'd see you, baby, one more time again. Thought I'd see you one more time again. There's just a few things coming my way this time around now. Thought I'd see That was James Taylor with his 1970 cut of Fire and Rain. Um, the song follows Taylor's reaction to the suicide of Susan Schneer, a childhood friend, and his experiences with drug, drug addiction and fame. Um, it's a great song all the way around. And um, 
Taylor said the song was about several incidents during his earlier recording career. The second line, Susanna, the plans they made put an end to you, refers to Suzanne Schneer, a childhood friend of his who died by suicide while he was in London, England. Um, and I just, I have a soft spot for the man. I think, he, I think he's a great songwriter to begin with, and he's just got this very nice, soothing, relaxing voice. And, you know, I've, I've caught shit for listening to him from certain friends of mine or whatever, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, but anyway, thank you, James, for Fire in the Rain. It's a good, relaxing song, and even Carol King played uh, piano on the song, so that's also kind of cool. So um, anyway, I guess we will get to our last song here, people, and... Uh, <sighs> I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it. So here you go, people. This is the 2011 cut of Lady Gaga's Born This Way. This is Open Air Sonar. Please stick with us and let's close this biatch out. matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Just put your paws up because you were born this way, baby. Told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She pulled my hair, put my lipstick on, in a glass of her boudoir. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said, cause he made you perfect, babe. So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. Subway so can rejoice the truth. In the religion of the insecure, I must be myself, respect my youth. A different love is not sin, believe capital H. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, beige, chola descent, your Lebanese, your Orient, whether life's
disabilities Left you outcast for leader teased Rejoice and love yourself today Cause baby, you were born this no way No matter gay, straight or bi Lesbian, transgender, life on the right track Baby, I was born to survive No matter black, white, or beige Should I or orient me I'm on the right track Baby, I was born to be brave That was Lady Gaga with her 2011 release of Born This Way. Um, you know, the song itself features a broad range of genres such as opera, heavy metal, disco, house, and rock and roll. While its typical, as, you know, its lyrical topics include sexuality, religion, freedom, feminism, and individual individualism. Blah blah blah. I'm all tongue-tied today, but uh, despite divided among you know divided opinions among religious and conservative commentators, the album was re well received by music critics and praised the varying music styles in Gaga's vocals. Uh, you know, Brian May even helped out with this one a little bit, and you know, um, even the saxophonist from the E Street Band, uh, Clarence Clemens. And it's it's just a fucking great song, man. I, I love it. I, I really do. I think it's fucking rad. And uh, she's a great artist in her own right. So anyway, I guess that does it for us today, people. I hope you have enjoyed our journey through my fucking weird-ass brain. Uh, I sure had. And um, I do have a question for you, dear listeners. Why should any of this music I have played for you be considered guilty pleasures? You know, we both have we become so vain as a society that we care about what people think or judge, that even about what we listen to. Anyway, as you can tell, I really don't give a fuck, considering that I am, you know, giving the whole world my guilty pleasures playlist. And you shouldn't either, you know. Play what you want, as loud as you want, as often as you want. And to hell with anybody who says otherwise. So... I'm going to go ahead and leave you now with this last track to teach us that we, should be st we shouldn't be stalked by the darkness that, you know, th to shed our demons of vanity, you know, and just be whoever the fuck you want to be, okay? Take care, all. This is Tony saying sayonara and to eat your dessert before dinner. Bye-bye. <laughs> Places of the sun and this place is of the dark night. I do not feel the romance, I do not catch the spark. My place is of the sun and this place is of the dark night. I do not feel the romance, 
spark I don't know when I noticed life was life at my expense The words of my heart lined up like prisoners on a fence The dreams came in like needed children tugging at my sleeve I said I have no way of feeding you so There was a time I asked my father for a dollar And he gave it a ten dollar raise And when I needed my mother and I called her She stayed with me Oh, man. 
Any longer